Hi. Welcome back to the airwaves coming down hot. I've missed this and missed you all so very much over the course of my pandemic hiatus. But I can say without a shred of doubt that it is good to be back. And I am back uh, with some new episodes pulled right from the archives as we continue to navigate this very unique moment in history because it's just become overwhelmingly apparent to me that, well, the show must go on if only because we need to continue to remember our humanity, our creativity, our artistry, and pretty much even our sense of humor. So what I've done is I've gone back to some of the interviews and projects I was able to record before everything, how shall we say, upended. And I was saving them for a later point in time, but this seems like as good a later point in time as any to revisit them and share them with you all. So in the name of fun and entertainment, I decided to play around a little bit with my original concept of celebrating women in the professional culinary arena. With that in mind, I would like to begin with an interview that I recorded with my son, Remy, who was six at the time. Our conversation took place just after Halloween of last year. Now, I'm a huge fan of Halloween. I love creating a costume. And now that I have kids, I love a good thematic tie-in with them. I love decorating and, of course, participating in the procurement of the excessively sweet bounty. So without further ado, and in the spirit of uplift with a high level of adorability, I give you my charming and often hilarious interview with my son, Remy, as we talk about the Halloween holiday and its magical, mystical centerpiece, candy. Now that we got through Halloween, Mm -hmm. what was your favorite part of Halloween? Mm, Spending time with family. (laughs) Are you sure? Are you sure that's your favorite part of the Halloween? Mm, I guess, because it's my family. Well, true. I got that. But what do you get when you go out for trick-or-treating on Halloween? Candy. Ah, yes. Do you have a favorite kind of candy? Mm, Mostly like Twix and stuff. Oh, you're just like your old mom, aren't you? I guess. I never met my old mom. <laughs> that that would be me. I would be your oh, old mom. <laughs> I thought you meant your grandma. Oh, no, not my, yeah, no, not my old mom. I'm your mom, right? Uh, not, 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 I thought you meant my old mom. I was like. But I'm not old, am I? No. Thank you. Not. 
But you know that Twix is my favorite kind of candy, right? It is. That's one of them, right? It is. What's my? Do you know what my other favorite candy bar is? Um, no. Uh. Kiss. No. Uh, Kit Kats. Oh. So did you know? The Muffin Man. <laughs> I don't know what he has to do with it. <laughs> but do you know the Muffin Man? Yes. Who lives now? He moved. Where did he move? Well, he moved from Drury Lane, right? Yeah, but where did? And now he lives in the Statue of Liberty. Yes, yes, sir. (laughs) Oh, Muffin Man. Well, you know, every now and then you just need to change your environment. (laughs) Yeah. Now let's talk about Kit Kats. Kitty Cats. Well. Kit's cat. Kit Kats. Did you know in in Japan, there's like a whole Kit Kat culture, and what? they have really crazy flavors of Kit Kats. What? Like the the green tea, sweet green tea flavored Kit Kat. And the Kit Kats just arrived. But before we dive into that, let's get back to my interview with Remy and coming down hot. What about peanut um Reese cups? Reese's peanut butter cups. Yeah. I've been known to eat a few of those in my day. They're kind of good. Especially the one with M&M's and peanut butter. What? Sorry, the, the ones with M&M's. What kind of Reese's are you getting that I'm not getting? The, you remember the one? Oh, you mean Reese's Pieces. Yeah. The ones are like peanut butter. They're they're the peanut butter filled no, kind but of there, M&M's. No, there's ones that, that are Reese's peanut butter cups that are those that that have that have M and M's in them. What do you know that I don't? I have no idea. <laughs> How do you know about this candy? I'd like to think that I know a lot about candy. Well, you do, but I think I know more because I'm like a kid and they love, love, love candy. Candy, we root for candy. So if you're a kid, what am I? You're a grown-up. No! Don't say that! Not the dreaded G (laughs) word. A grown-up? Really? Am I a grown-up? You act like a kid, but you're a (laughs) grown-up. All right. I'll take that. So, you go out trick-or-treating. Did people give you a lot of candy this year? Not really, because there weren't many houses that were open. (laughs) What? No. You were gone a long time for that, to not get many houses open. That was a great neighborhood that we were in. I don't know. Once the gingerbread man comes up, he says, Boo! (laughs) What were you for Halloween this year? What was I? Yeah, what what was your costume? I was a skeleton! Aha, you were a skeleton. Were you a scary skeleton or a silly skeleton? A weird-looking skeleton. <laughs> okay. What makes a skeleton look weird? With its bone ears. Bone ears. I'm kidding. I didn't have bone ears. I was only a plain skeleton with its mouth open. Okay. <laughs> so, if you were stuck on a desert island... What's the one kind of candy that you would want with you forever? I would like, um, 
Can it be, does it have to be candy or can it be something sweet? Well, what did you have in mind? Because we're talking about candy. Uh, But if you have something else in mind, you let me know. I have something else in mind. Okay, let me know. Lemonade. If I were stuck on a desert island, I think I would want lemonade too. If I couldn't have lemonade and I had to pick something like sweet that's like candy, I would have to choose ice cream. Well, that's not bad. What if you took ice cream and mixed your Halloween candy into it? Ew! That's (laughs) disgusting. Why? I would not like that. You would not like ice cream with, say, Reese's peanut butter cup in it? Uh, I I like some candies, but not like all. Like gum in my... Gum in my ice cream would be disgusting. Yeah, gum and ice cream wouldn't really work together. Although you do like those ice cream treats like the SpongeBob SquarePants ice cream that has gumball eyeballs in it. Well, because, like, it isn't, like, chewed up gum. Well, (laughs) I would hope not. You know those stretchy gums? Those stretchy gums that come in stretch packs? Those, like... They're like stretchy gums that mm. come in big packs. I see. Now, so what's your favorite? Is gum your favorite? Like of all time. Like if you had to rank it, what would be the very top? Would it be gum? Would it be Starburst? Would it be chocolate? Reese's. Reese's? Yeah. Reese's Pieces or Reese's Peanut Butter Cup? Reese's Pieces. Ooh, I didn't know this about you. Yes. We've lived under the same roof for six years, and I never knew this about you. (laughs) So Reese's, Reese's was definitely my favorite in high school. Oh, so many years ago. I remember, can I tell you a secret? Okay. So... What we used to do to raise money for, like, sports teams when I was in high school, we'd have fundraisers and we'd sell candy. And one year, we sold Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. So I had a whole case of Reese's Peanut Butter Cups at home that I was supposed to sell. And I think it was, like, 50 cents or a dollar a piece. No, I think it was, like, 50 cents a piece. Wow. So for two peanut butter cups, right? That's like such a bargain because now it's like a dollar seventy-five or something like that. Oh my god! So I had this case of Reese's peanut butter cups at home, <laughs> and all right, this is the secret part. Nobody can know. Okay. Right. So don't tell. Okay. I bought the entire case of Reese's peanut butter cups myself and ate them. Like, I don't even think I went out and sold one to one of my friends. I think I ate the entire case over, like, a couple of weeks for sure. I didn't do it all at once, but... That is hilarious. I remember coming home from school one day, and I... This is disgusting. It makes me shudder now. But I think I ate, like four of them after school. It must have been after basketball practice or something like that because I was really hungry and I ate four. Now, if you can do your math, what's four times two? 
I have no idea. I, I don't learn times in first grade. Well, you know what four times two is, though, don't you? Like, take away? No. Addition. So if you do two plus two plus two plus two. This isn't two, about math. I know. I know. It's eight. I ate. Eight. Eight whole peanut butter cups. <laughs> and That's like, weird. I ate eight. I ate, I ate eight, eight. Yeah, it reminds me of a joke. Why is six afraid of seven? Because seven, eight, seven, eight, nine. That's right. Why is ten afraid of nine? Because uh, I have no idea. Nine, eight, seven. There's a whole lot of nu- numerical cannibalism going on there. Yeah, there is. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, so I ate, I consumed eight peanut butter cups in the span of like an hour. That is so wrong. I can't even tell you. Do you think you'd have like a colossal tummy ache? Oh, boy. <laughs> but I, I, could, I think I did. I could eat, I could eat eight, I actually wouldn't because I could eat eight whole bags in an hour. What? Yes. That's crazy talk. No, it isn't. So M and M's, plain plain or peanut? Uh, I like peanut better because they're bigger. They're bigger mm-hmm. and they're crunchier. That's why mm-hmm. I like them. And they're more healthy. <laughs> well, if you can say that, what makes you think they're more healthy? They are more healthy because of the protein in the peanut. Yes. Okay. There you go. Uh, are you a laffy taffy guy? Or are you a Starburst guy? Starburst guy. What's your favorite flavor of Starburst? Uh, I have no idea. <laughs> I, I like them all. They're all pretty good. Okay. What's my favorite flavor? Do you know? No. Orange? Oh, yeah, come on. That's an easy one. Okay. First, flavor, first favorite is orange. Second favorite is lemon. Third flavor, favorite flavor, that's a tongue twister, is the wild cherry. And if I have to, begrudgingly, I will eat the strawberry. But here's, here's the thing. Here's, here's what most people probably don't know, because I think about these things. <laughs> if you take a strawberry starburst and a lemon starburst, and you mix them together. That makes watermelon, right? No, it doesn't make watermelon. It makes something, because the color, you take pink and yellow and it kind of turns orangey. Maybe it's just like your mind playing tricks on you, but it kind of tastes orangey. It kind of tastes like orange? Yeah. And it is orange? Well, yeah, if you take the two, and it takes a while because you have to soften up the starburst. But if you blend them together with your hand and you make like this orange new thing out of two Starbursts. Does it taste like orange flavor? It kind of tastes like orange flavor. Wow. Not, I, I used to do that in high school too. Oh my God, you do tons of things in high school. <laughs> you have no idea really. But when it came to candy. You went candy cray I was... <laughs> Yes, I went candy cray cray. You're funny. I know I am. But see, when I was in, okay, again, when I was in high school, 
So Twix, which is my, I think. Your all-time favorite. Well, it's tied with Kit Kat for my all-time favorite. Okay. So Twix is the cookie with caramel covered in chocolate, Mm -hmm. right? But when I was in high school. (laughs) When everything when you were in high school. Everything when I was in high school. They made a peanut butter Twix. What? And I'm here to tell you, you want to talk about candy cray cray. I was candy cray cray for peanut butter Twix. I, maybe it was just a peanut butter thing in general when I was Do in high school. Do you miss them? A little bit. They were, they were really good. There have been a lot of, of candy bars that have come and gone in my lifetime thus far that what you will never know. my lifetime when I'm 36? Well, I'm sure they'll pick them up with a lot more candy bars in the meantime. Yeah. But I think it was a peanut butter thing because here's another, here's another one of my favorite candy bars when I was in high school. It was called a whatchamacallit. Now, they, they went and changed the whatchamacallit somewhere along the line, and it became not as good. But originally, the whatchamacallit was peanut butter. It was like a peanut butter rice crispy treat covered in chocolate. Yummy. Yeah, it was really good. And then... What about a, t- what about a chocolate taco? Well, that's ice cream, isn't it? Choco taco? No, chocolate taco. A chocolate taco is, um, like, so a, a cover. So it like so, you put gummies. It doesn't well, not gummies. A little bit of ice cream and then sprinkles and then you just put layers of those inside like chocolate that's shaped like a taco. Oh wow, that would be a chocolate taco. Yeah. That's what it's called, chocolate. Hmm. That sounds pretty fascinating. Yeah. Pretty awkward, too. <laughs> pretty awkward? Why is it awkward? That, like... Is it hard to eat? Uh, not really, but the gummies are like those hard gummies. I know. You put gummies in ice cream, it is a bad scene. They get really hard and really hard to eat. Yeah. I'm not sure who thought of that idea. But they still t- it still tastes good. Uh, okay, I'll take your word for it. And I don't like a wiggly tooth because everything's hard to bite. True enough. Well, you're of that age, my friends. You absolutely are. What's your least favorite thing to get in your Halloween candy bag? I have no, I have no idea. <laughs> I love a lot of candies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I'm surprised that they put York peppermint patties in Halloween candy mix. Where they put mine? Not that a York peppermint patty is a bad thing on its own, but as Halloween candy goes, that's a big question mark to me. That's like what you give to your parents because you don't want to eat it out of your Halloween bag. Here, mom, dad, no, you can't have the Reese's, but you can't have my York peppermint patty. <laughs> I always made sure to give uh, Aunt Jane uh, almond joys because I never liked almond joys. What either. are almond joys? They're the coconut 
covered in chocolate with almonds on top of it. And Mounds, Mounds bars were basically almond joys uh, with dark chocolate instead of milk chocolate, but no almonds. And you know your Aunt Jane loves coconut. She does. Well, yeah, I know that because you told me she loved the coconut candy. I love it. What are you talking about? If I'm desperate, like I really need a, a fix, and that's what's left in the Halloween bag, I might consider eating them. I, I, I couldn't, it tastes good and it's healthy, kind of, because it has nuts and coconut. Yeah. Well. And chocolate, that's all it has. Nuts, coconut, and chocolate. There you go. So. There you go. More, more healthy stuff than chocolate stuff. Do you like Twizzlers? The licorice? No. What about nerds? Do you like nerds? Mm, sometimes, not always. I say, I say they're candy maracas. <laughs> it's true. You shake the little box and you've got a music maker. Mm-hmm. What else? Any other candy? See, you're not, you're not mm-hmm. old enough to know, and, and with any luck, they don't include these anymore either. But blackjacks... What are those? They're like chewy taffy that tastes like black licorice. You Is it like an old candy? Well, yeah, it's like they were around when I was a kid. You must have more, you must have more disgusting things in your life than I do. <laughs> Hardly. I, I just, yeah, those were just always big. And those were the ones you saved for very last. And most often... Ended up getting rid of. You're listening to Coming Down Hot, a celebration of women in the professional culinary arena. Chapter 2. Licko may be quicker, but candy is still dandy. When you delve into the history of anything, really, it can become a rabbit hole that takes you on a most incredible journey of information and learning. When that subject is candy, well, then it becomes an incredibly delicious and incredibly extensive rabbit hole, to say the least. From about 2000 BC to the present, the, let's call it the sweet life, has been pursued rigorously, if not passionately, with no signs of stopping. So here's just a little primer for you on the origins of that confectionery marvel, if you will, the backbone of bonbons, the sweetheart of sweetmeats, candy. By most accounts that I have read, the origins of candy, a name derived from the Arabic word of similar pronunciation spelled Q-A-N-D-I, or perhaps termed more accurately sweets, can be traced to the ancient civilizations that include Egypt, Greece, China, and even India. However, human beings have had a much longer affinity for the non-savory, perhaps even as early as the prehistoric era 
when cavemen satisfied their sweet tooth with honey from beehives. Now, that was just a smidge before the aforementioned ancient civilizations decided to mix in fruit and nuts and even dried flowers into their honey. Even the Mayan and Aztec cultures were in on the act, not just with cacao, or rather chocolate, but with their own hard candy made from boiled barley. But it wasn't until the discovery of sugar and its increased availability at the beginning of the 17th century that quote-unquote candy started to become a thing. At that time, it was primarily considered medicinal and sold in apothecaries for a premium price to help with any sort of digestive malaise acquired by the wealthy. Now, that is until someone figured out that a spoonful of sugar didn't just make the medicine or make the medicine go down, but it made a treat that was tasty and enjoyable. Then it was just game on. To me, the greatest advancement and innovation in the sweets trade happened in the early to mid-1800s with Europe and America leading the charge in the boiled sugar candy market. Hard candies like peppermints and lemon drops were really pretty much the shizzle. And it was with the mechanical innovations that led to mass production that candy easily made its way to the masses. That mass production led to the introduction of penny candy, which in turn allowed manufacturers to seal their sweet successful fate by drawing in the ultimate game-changing demographic, children. Now, if you fast forward to the present, candy has become a 118 billion with a B, dollar industry worldwide. And that ain't circus peanuts. Well, mostly because A, those are disgusting. B, they are uniquely American. And C, they are not chocolate, which makes up a good percentage of that number. But we here in the United States do, however, lay claim to $2 billion of that sales figure on just one single holiday. Yep, Halloween. Thanks to the innovation of men such as Englishman James Frey, who created the candy bar in 1847, and Milton Hershey, who in 1900 brought the chocolate revolution stateside with the Hershey's chocolate bar, Now, pint-sized ghost goblins and witches can rejoice in a hauntingly large variety of holiday goodies. Whether it's candy bars, candy corn, or just plain hard candy, dang, Gina, that's a whole lot of treats for very few tricks. So naturally, I got curious. What are the best candies? Halloween or otherwise, and what are the worst? 
interestingly enough, one candy makes its way onto both lists. Candy corn, also known as Halloween's most contentious sweet. While I personally have pretty much a negative affinity for candy corn, as do many people, it has longevity to be sure. Candy corn has been around since 1888. Originally created by the Wonderly Candy Company, candy corn is now produced mostly by Brock's at the rate of 35 million pounds annually. Clearly, a lot of people like it enough to rejoice in its splendor every Halloween and celebrate National Candy Corn Day on October 30th. And I'll just leave it at that. (laughs) But having read several lists, including one hilarious BuzzFeed profanity-laced list that ranks the worst to the best, I can distill a few commonalities. In the best category, the unanimous favorites include, in no particular order, Snickers, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, Starburst, Nerds. The worstless all have Tootsie Rolls, Candy Corn, Mary Jane's, Good and Plenty, and Smarties. Most of which I can understand, with the exception of Mary Jane's, but given the obvious risk to dental work when eating one, I totally get it. Two that made the list, but I have yet to find them in a Halloween mix, Necco Wafers and Circus Peanuts. Both are arguably such an assault to the palate that one doesn't even question their rightful place on the worst list. But hey, (laughs) that's just me. I can clearly remember getting Necco wafers at my grandmother's house. I vividly recall finding one or two likable flavors in the wax paper sleeve of sugary pastel colored discs. But without a doubt, the black licorice brought an entire candy frolic to a screeching halt. Now, circus peanuts remain to this day the biggest confectionery conundrum on the planet. If you are like my oldest brother, they are light orange peanut-shaped puffs of bliss. If you're anyone else, they are banana-flavored peanut-shaped projectiles at best and, well, horrid. (laughs) But I get it. To each their own, there is clearly a vibrant market for all candies, no matter which list they occupy. The basic fact that these particular outsiders are even on a list means that many someones somewhere do actually enjoy them. So find your joy and eat it up on one special day of the year or on any day of the year for that matter. 
Thank you so much for tuning in to Coming Down Hot as we come back to the airwaves after a long pandemic hiatus. I hope you have enjoyed the Halloween episode and I look forward to being with you a little farther down the road. Until then, may every day be all treats and no tricks And may they all be Reese's Peanut Butter Cups and no Circus Peanuts. Thanks so much for listening. Catch you next time.